This is the Living in Fierce Alignment podcast, your go-to place for mindset transformation, self-empowerment, and personal development. I'm your host, Kayla. I'm a mindset coach for ambitious human beings who are wildly passionate about up-leveling themselves so that they can live a limitless life with ease. I'm here to show you how to create the life of your dreams and powerfully step into your full potential, and of course, live fiercely. So let's get started. Welcome back, friends, to the final episode of the Alignment Alchemy podcast series this week. So if you've stumbled across this episode first, I would recommend going back and listening from episode 273 up until this point so you can get the full picture but even if you're watching this or you're listening to this because I'm also going to have this on YouTube so that I can show the connection chart I'm going to talk about today you're still going to learn from it and it's still going to be a great episode to tune into so today what I'm going to be talking about is this series has really been about me sharing my story like my entrepreneurial journey and each episode was just like the layers upon layers of when I initially got into being an entrepreneur and personal development and then the certifications and the money spent and the roller coasters and I brought in and I had a conversation with my partner Guillaume and we talked about what it's like to have human design in a relationship and his experience with me being an entrepreneur and now I have dove in the last episode I really talked about human design and gene keys and how this helped me see things differently for me as an entrepreneur and then today's episode I'm going to be I ran a chart so this is something that you can do in case you're new to this when I did the sacred success coaching certification back in 2021 with Eden we did a section on business and it was just intuitive ways of using human design to help you run your business from an energetic standpoint okay so what you can do is when it comes to literally anything that has a birth date or location you can run a chart and play with this energy and really contemplate it and see how you can bring it to life. So what I mean by that is that I ran a chart for like the day that I decided that I was going to do this podcast series and that I was going to launch this mastermind in September. I ran a chart for the date. Okay, the date was in August and I put the time and the location being Victoria because that's where I'm located. That's when I made the decision. And what came from that is I am collaborating, like co-creating with the energy of a 6-2 emotional projector. And the reason why I love running charts is because when we create anything, like, you know, everything is energy is what they say, right? And so I really love this way of creating a container doing the landing page, writing things, sharing, just really bringing this intentionality of like, what is the energy that people are going to experience when they come into this, this world or whatever it is that I'm creating. And so there's no set in stone. Like, I don't even think there's books about this. Like I just learned a bit of this from the program that I did. And I just like took it to a whole new level of how I show up in my business, how I love to co-create the things that I do. I think it's, It feels extra special to me because I am a sacral generator and I am literally here to build shit (laughs) that I love building. So when I can bring in human design and energy, it just takes everything to a whole new level. So when I ran the chart for Alignment Alchemy, which for me intuitively is like this entire podcast series and then also the mastermind that is starting in a couple weeks, 
when I saw that it was a 6-2 emotional projector, I just thought this was so brilliant. And so I want to talk about how obviously when you run a connection chart between a human, I feel like there's so many more nuances because that person can experience conditioning and that can really trigger the not self theme and so on. So when I run a chart for an offer or writing a book or whatever it is that I'm doing, when I see the energetic imprinting, for me, it's like, okay, this is where I get to pull from. This is where I get to to amplify things. And the really cool thing about running this chart is that the 6-2 emotional projector has their emotional solar plexus defined, the root defined, there's a wide split, and then it's the throat to Ajna through the 2343 channel. And me, I only have my G-center and my sacral defined. So together we have a split definition, and we have our head, our spleen, and our heart centers undefined, the rest is defined. So what I really love about this is obviously the undefined or open centers in a chart are here to amplify the energy and, and bring fluidity to that. And then the definition that we have is what brings us consistency. So it's really funny because when I look at this and my, my journey of creating these series and just really preparing for this container, I had a very clear idea of obviously who I am, where I'm going, you know, that G-center energy and then the sacral, like I was really lit up by this. I responded to my environment by creating this series and by creating this mastermind container by really having conversations with people and them sharing how they love my transparency and they love the way that I share about human design and bring it into business. And I was like, okay, I'm here to create this container to be able to support people in interpreting this and applying it to their work. And so for me, it was like, it was a no brainer that I felt also that invitational energy to share my story. So I started the podcast series. And the other thing I talked about in an earlier episode was how I do not resonate with like showing up live and talking to people or even just showing up live and talking to thin air and then people catching the replay like I don't have any definition of my throat so that doesn't work for me but what I found is that because when I think about you know this definition of the ajna and the throat center between the 2343 channel like I'm literally here to have that consistency of like okay these are my perceptions and my beliefs and my conceptions and this is how I'm going to simplify this information and share it in a timely manner where you're ready to receive it which is all about the energy of the 2343 channel so this is like how this this energy became very present for me as I as I recorded this series and then when I look at the emotional solar plexus to root connection how this showed up for me as I was creating was that obviously that I find that when there's emotional definition it brings more of a grounding sensation and experience to my own emotions because obviously I have an undefined emotional solar plexus I've got the 36 and 6 hanging out there but I find that when I would come in and I would be, be doing work creating Instagram posts or creating the landing page whatever it is for this series and this master mastermind what was happening is that i felt i felt a lot more grounded and there was this emotional pressure because we have that channel coming up from the root center 41 to 30 is all about this pressure of like processing emotions and really just recognizing one's true desires dreams and like setting goals right so it's really interesting how throughout this podcast series that I've done I could see like there was so much emotion that I was sharing especially in the very first episode I literally cried and I was like I'm not editing this I like talked myself through it being super vulnerable and I think that 
this this underlying mission of this series and going into this mastermind is like okay how how can i continue to fulfill this this desire that i have to normalize all entrepreneurial journeys and to really give the space for people to show up and speak their truth so i i felt that this this consistent pressure from the root coming into the emotional solar plexus really empowered me to share my emotions like i was pressured to process them and to feel them and so that was something that that really showed up for me and then we have the channel of 19 reaching to 49 and this is a really amazing channel as well because this is all about this sensitivity this ability to the 19 is about sensitivity and it reaching for 49 is really going to be tapping into how to create intimate committed connections with others in relationships but i also think that this speaks to ourself and so literally as i'm sharing my story over the last several episodes it's like i'm showing the transformation that i've had with myself and my relationship to myself throughout my entire journey of being an entrepreneur and the cool thing with that is that i really think that because there's an undefined g-center in this projector chart that i have is that it really it really allowed me to amplify that and the cool thing too is that in this chart there's also the hanging gates in one seven and thirteen and I also have these gates defined. They're also they're hanging in my chart, obviously. But I found that 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 extra energy from leadership and from listening, like really tied into me really hearing how other people need to hear people share, like myself, who've had these ups and downs, and to to really normalize that. So it was like this beautiful invitation to really speak through that. The other thing that I really loved was that there is a completely open sacral center in the alignment alchemy chart that i ran and i one thing i've noticed when let's say i have a friend of mine who has a completely open sacral and they're in alignment they're a projector and i notice that that space really allows me to amplify my creativity and so i feel that because there was no activation in that sacral like it just really allowed me to i literally rebranded in the middle of recording this entire series (laughs) and then also just creating new landing pages and the things that I started creating it was just completely amplified and it I just feel so much joy from that because it's in complete alignment I have there's no dominating energy coming from that space from the alignment alchemy chart like it's literally just me and my energy being amplified and 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 shared right from this place of pleasure and so I thought that was really cool and I really appreciated that experience because sometimes I find even just, you know, working with other sacral energy, it's like there's, we each have our own interests and our own creative desires. And so there can be this sort of jerky like motion towards co-creating. But for this, it was like, I have the creative energy. I'm going to rebrand. I'm going to completely change my Instagram. I'm going to start shifting things on my website. And this is how it's going to look when I launch this program because that's how I want it to be. And so it's really beautiful to see that when running these charts and being able to contemplate and play like where am I going to be amplified where am I going to get grounded where am I going to find this energetic stability by looking at and paying attention to the energy that's coming from the thing that I'm literally co-creating with so one of the other things that I loved is that the incarnation cross of the 6-2 emotional projector chart that I ran for the alignment alchemy series and mastermind 
the incarnation cross is the juxtaposition cross of interaction. And so the gates are 713 and then 2343 and the conscious sun and earth and then unconscious sun and earth. And I, when I look this up in my human design book, I'm just going to like quote this from the book. So people who are always looking for ways to live out their leadership role, to be of influence without being influenced, leading by accepting diversity. So when I saw the incarnation cross for this, I just was in complete awe because this is literally the fucking purpose of me doing this podcast series and creating this this container that I'm launching is that this how can I be a leader and be inclusive of diversity and that's completely shown up and I feel that my open throat has amplified that in the process of of being creative right and the other thing that I love too is like when I look at my own incarnation cross the juxtaposition cross of crisis, which is 36, 10, and 15, is this is all about people with a love for themselves and humanity who are best at studying the crisis behaviors of others, thus elevating the experience to a higher plane. And I really love this because I can see in the way that I was showing up and sharing is that I'm obviously talking a lot about my crisis and turbulence and conflict, which is a lot of that, that 36-6 energy in terms of you know, what my experience has been like in my business. And even just over the last couple of years of my life through moving and all the things I changing careers, I could just see how these come together. And it's like, this helps me to really have, because if you look at this from a gene keys lens as well, that activation sequence is like what we experience in the 3d realm. So I felt that being in this connection chart with the 6-2 projector, and then me being consistently in my own energy, but accessing this energy from that other chart is that I really have this container to be like, okay, leadership, diversity, crisis and turbulence, like how are we going to alchemize this and show up authentically, right? And, and the thing is too, if we look at the gates that are activated, like 7 and 13 from the projector, and then also the 10 from myself and 15, those four are all in the G-Center, those are all in the G center and the G center is all about your sense of direction, your sense of identity and your lovability. So it's so beautiful to see how much of the work that's come together between this connection charts is like this, this massive leadership role in terms of being activated by who are you, where are you going and being so, you know, in love with yourself from a place of like unconditional acceptance of your experiences and the direction that you're going with your life and your business. So some of the planets that I want to dive into between myself and this chart is the conscious sun and earth, unconscious sun and earth. I'm going to talk about the north node. I'm going to talk about the unconscious Mars because that's the core wound or vocation. Well, it's both in the gene keys. And then also the Venus planet as well and conscious Mercury. I think I said conscious Mercury, but anyways, those are the ones I'm going to dive into. So first, let's talk about the north node. So my north node is 13 in the conscious side and unconsciously. And that gate, gate 13, again, found in the G center is the gate of the listener. And I really love this because I've shared about the irony of gate 13 being my north node, like this life theme that I'm moving towards because I've, I've shared 
quite a few times, but not all the time, that I'm hearing impaired. So I wear hearing aids. I've had hearing aids since I was five years old. And, you know, I guess if I take this in literal terms, it's just so interesting that the theme of my life is moving towards this ability to listen. And when I did a podcast episode last year with a friend of mine that I connected with in the online space, she's also hearing impaired. And we talked about how she shared this and then I couldn't believe it because this is exactly my experience where being hearing impaired has taught me how to listen in a way that I believe that has allowed me to become a better coach because it's not just hearing. It's like, I really have to listen in a way just to hear what people are saying, but it's like, it's always the underlying message. It's always in between the lines. And so I love that this was showing up for me in my own North node. But then when we look at the North node of the projector chart, we're in gate two and gate two, again, both of these 13 and two found in the G center. So gate two, the shadows dislocation, the gift is orientation and the city is unity. And what I love about this for the North node is that we're moving towards the theme of unity. Like this is so beautiful. And what I mean by unity, it's like reconnecting with yourself, reconnecting with other like-minded souls, other fellow entrepreneurs, not feeling isolated. Like this, the dislocation obviously is something like I just immediately went to the image in my mind. I'm going to share this little side story. When I was 17 and I was playing rugby, I dislocated my elbow in a game. Clean dislocation, didn't need surgery, no fracture, nothing. It was dislocated for five hours at emergency. And I remember the doctor came in and he was like, Kayla, all you have to do is just kind of roll to the side and like you drop your arm off the table and it'll pop back in. And I remember looking and I was just like, okay, where is your sensitivity right now? Like I'm, I cannot. And I tried to roll, I couldn't do it. So they knocked me out, they popped it back in. But the point is, it's so obvious when we feel dislocated, right? But the thing is, when there is a dislocation, we have to discern, okay, what is the situation, right? It's bringing that awareness to where, where do we feel dislocated? Where, where do we feel disconnected? Where do we feel isolated? And that discernment, because we need to acknowledge where things are separate in order to integrate them is that pathway to unity. And so it's so beautiful that it's like this listening, this theme of listening and this theme of unity is the, and the coming back to the self, to the G center, to the identity and to the direction is literally that, that, that energy that's going to be pulling us forward through listening to this podcast series and the mastermind container. So again, I just love that there's so much of this G center energy showing up. And even as I'm looking at the connection chart, like literally every gate is activated except for 46. So we've got like double activations in most of them. And so I just, I love that I have access to this energy to really amplify that magnetic monopole aspect of the G center to, to call in the right people and to just speak so much from identity, but from this place of this unity and coming together, like coming home to ourselves. Like that's really, that's really the energetic experience that I've been sharing. And so it's interesting because when I look at the landing page of Alignment Alchemy and what I shared, like I shared the experience of being dislocated from what I thought I had to be and where I needed to be in my business. Like I was literally sharing, like, I know what it feels like for this. I know what it feels like for that. And then just coming to this place of alchemizing all of that together is coming to that city expression in gate two of unity. And so this is like when I, when I talk about these planets that I want to talk about, I look at the themes 
And I feel like my open Ajna can obviously simultaneously hold like multiple perspectives. And then it's like, okay, how can I share this message? How can I write this on my landing page to, to really create this energetic experience that I'm committed to bringing to the people? The next planet that I want to talk about is the conscious Mercury. So my conscious Mercury is the same as my conscious sun, that 36, right? So the shadow is turbulence. We come into humanity and compassion. And the gate found in the projector chart is gate 40. And gate 40 is found in the heart center. So it's hanging in that undefined heart center that we that we have together in our connection chart. And that gate, the shadow is exhaustion. The gift is resolve and the city is divine will. And so when I look at these two gates coming together, the 36 and 40, like I'm obviously speaking very much from my own turbulent experience. Like this is very obvious and I'm just coming back to like, okay, we're human. This is how we can show up authentically. These are how we can process our emotions. Like I've talked about nervous system regulation and how that really made a difference for me in the last couple of years and just really allowed me to process some things that happened in August that really shifted the direction of my business and me being more independent. And then we look at 40 and I love this because the city or sorry, the shadow of exhaustion is just so fucking relatable. Like how many times have you been exhausted in your business? And especially that undefined ego center, that, that center is about commitments, it's about integrity, it's about drive, it's about willpower. And so that center being undefined, and I talked about this when I was sharing about my own embodiment of my human design with an open heart center, is there is this conditioning tendency to overexert ourselves, to really push ourselves, to overcommit, to overdeliver, and it's not sustainable, which obviously leads to exhaustion. So I feel like this is so relatable where it's like, okay, you're sick and tired of not fully trusting ourselves and doing the strategies and the things of other successful people because we don't trust ourselves to look at our, for example, energetic imprinting and pulling from that and being like, this is my story. This is my experience. This is how I can show up. This is how I can share to connect with other people. So when we look at the, the gift of resolve, I feel that intuitively what comes to me is that we're exhausted. Okay. The shadow is exhaustion. And when when we hit exhaustion, and I know that you can relate to burnout on, on some level, whether it's in your business, relationships, raising kids, your career, your like connection with your partner, whatever it is, you kind of come to a point where it's like, okay, enough is enough. Like we're drawing the line in the sand and there needs to be a, a re, like a, a result, a resolution essentially is the word I'm looking for, a resolution to shifting that paradigm because exhaustion will just lead to nothing, a complete emptiness. So when we come to this resolve, what I find it brings more clarity in terms of like what capacity or what it is that you desire to commit to, right? And then we have this divine will. And again, like I said, that willpower, that drive, that desire, like that's what pulls you forward. I feel that this tying into the North node of unity is like, how can you connect with what it is that you desire in your business and really pull that forward into your future, right? So I think that this is really beautiful. And I see the contrast is like, okay, exhausted from turbulence bringing in the humanity of how we're going to resolve this and then looking at having compassion while having divine will and knowing whether you have a defined heart center or not, 
there's going to be a rhythm and a capacity that will shift and change. And maybe you having it defined, you're going to have more of a stamina, but you're going to know that because it's consistently available within you. Those who have it undefined or open, it's like really looking at, okay, what is it that I desire and tapping back into that authority to know what's best for you. When I'm looking at the Venus planets, my own Venus is gate 19 and I'll acknowledge too that I'm obviously not talking about the lines just because I feel like I'm spewing out so much information that I want to keep it a little high level. We're just going to talk about the gates, but I could go even deeper with the lines. Anyways, so my Venus, my conscious Venus is 19 and Venus, that planet is about what you value in relationships. So for me, it's like I value sensitivity. That is the gift of 19 and 19 is found in the root center. So we talked a little bit about this earlier. And then we have in the Venus planet of the projector chart, we have gate 56. And I really love this because gate 56 is about, it's like the, the gate of storytelling. So it's so interesting how... I definitely am sharing having this sensitivity. I still feel like it ties into the humanity and the compassion of my conscious son as well. But it's like, how can we be sensitive? And one of the things that I love about when we talk about the city of gate 19, it's sacrifice. And so I find that sacrifice can be an interesting word because it really depends on the lens that you look at interpreting that word from. So the way that I see sacrifice, because the shadow is codependency of 19, is that what is it that we are here to release or alchemize in order to create that space for having that larger capacity for sensitivity, right? Because, you know, if you think about when we evolve as a person, when we evolve as a business owner, what's going to happen is that there will be versions of us that will not come on forward with us. Like there, like there's versions of us that are essentially going to die. But the point is, is that if you think about a plant, for example, the plant that dies, like there's still the nutrients available that is going to feed the roots and allow that plant to keep growing. And so that's, that's really the way that I see sacrifice. And so this is something that I feel like is so important that I really value as well in relationships or even just coming in with coaching clients. It's like, okay, how can you be more sensitive with yourself? And what is it that you are here to sacrifice in this next chapter in order to to evolve and just and just expand yourself mentally emotionally spiritually right i think that's a really powerful thing to contemplate and it's not like sacrifice like get the fuck out it's like sacrifice as in i'm so grateful for this and it's like i'm going to integrate this because obviously i really want to focus on this duality you know i don't ever want to encourage any level of self-rejection but it's like how can i alchemize this so that i can become more accessible to my sensitivity and radiate that out in my relationships and connections with others. When I look at the Venus side, the 56, I love 56 so much. I feel like this is such a fun gate because it is about the storytelling. It's about sharing. And I love that I was able to amplify this having an open throat because obviously this entire podcast series was me sharing my story that was really the guts of it. it was like this is my journey this is the multiple layers and the duality and the extremes that i went through in my business over the last three and a half years and so i felt that that gate for me was it really allowed me to to just be really honest to be really blunt to really be transparent about my experience and really value the relationships and the connections to my listeners right so that was really powerful for me and the shadow of 56, which I find fascinating, is distraction. And if you think about it, 
we're not able to share a story if we're distracted. Like how many times have you had like shiny object syndrome? You're like in the middle of telling someone a story and then you're like, oh my God, this, and then you get distracted and it just, it, it doesn't, it cuts the air off from the breath of that story, right? And then we come into enrichment and intoxication. And I find that the key to really being able to share one's story is, is presence. We have to be present. Even if you're telling a story from the past, it's like looking at how can I be present now to pull that wisdom, to really reach inside of me and see the enrichment aspect that I have received from this experience that I'm telling now, right? And then we go into the city of intoxication, which I find so interesting because again, this is another one of those words where it's like, okay, how am I going to interpret intoxication? Like, is this have to do with alcohol or like, what does it have to do with? But I think when we look at hearing a story that resonates so much there is this level of intoxication where it is it it has this dopamine effect of like oh my god like this hits home this makes sense i i just feel so enriched i feel so seen i feel so heard so that's really the experience that i had when i'm looking at okay 56 in venus I have an open throat. I'm amplifying this energy as I'm connected with recording this podcast series and really essentially birthing the container for the Alignment Alchemy Mastermind. So I'm really curious at this point, maybe you're listening to this and you're like, oh my God, Kayla is all over the place. <laughs> but I, the way that I interpret human design and especially when I read connection charts, like it's so intuitive and I feel that my having that undefined head open ajdan open throat is what allows me to be so fluid the way that I talk about these things but if you've checked out the landing page if you've been doing the work in the workbook which will be in the show notes side note and you've listened to the podcast series you're probably going to be able to look back and consciously see all the things that I'm pointing out now and then you can see how in alignment it is and you can see how natural that it is because there is no, I don't want to say, I mean, it could be a strategy to take a connection chart and to launch and create from it. But I just find that when we are being fluid with energy and there's no agenda, like it's just the goal is like, how authentic can I be? That's really when things just come into fruition so easily. I'm going to hop around a little bit and I want to talk about channels and then I'm going to come back to the rest of the planets, but I want to talk about electromagnetic channels. So electromagnetic channels is when you're doing a connection chart and one chart has a hanging gate, the other one has the opposite hanging gate and together they create a channel, which then if those centers are not defined would define those centers. So I have three electromagnetic channels with this chart for alignment alchemy. And we talked about the 19 to 49 is one of them, uh, 41 to 30, we also discussed. But what the one that I want to talk about now is the 20 to 34. So that's in my sacral, I have 34. And then there's the hanging gate of 20 coming off the throat center for the alignment alchemy chart. And I love this so much because channel is the channel of charisma and it's designed to respond to many things at once so that 34 20 is known as the pure manifestation generator channel so it's like responding to things in the now so that's like a big time energy there and and so there's a lot of charisma here and it's all about bringing a group together towards a common goal which i think is so beautiful because obviously my intention with this series and with the mastermind is like how can we come together to collectively create this groundedness this inner knowing this self-trust and this authenticity that allows us to each uniquely stand out while coming together that two line that unity 
to to be expressed in in entrepreneurship and in our business without having to prove ourselves right so i really love this and the cool thing with gate 20 is that the shadow is superficiality and this i find so fascinating because one of the like I would say that if there's a word that I hear the most in terms of my business and the feedback that people give me is my level of transparency. And I really do thank my open throat for this because I'm in alignment with my open throat. It's just, I'm going to speak what people are thinking. Like, I'm just going to fucking say it. And, and so the superficiality is like not wanting to look bad, you know, not wanting to, you know, like this people pleasing energy or just being superficial and not going into the deep end of like the guts of what you're here to talk about or the person that you're here to be and the impact that you're here to make. And so I love that this is the shadow. And I really feel, I feel like I've definitely even just contemplating, looking at this from a, a Gates lens of gate 20, but also from a Gene Keys perspective, contemplating how we can alchemize superficiality to go deeper into self-assurance, which is the gift. Self-assurance being assuring oneself, I am safe. I can speak my truth, right? This gate is in the throat center. I am here now. I am present, right? It's when we're present that we will feel the most grounded. When we, when we are anxious because we're focused too much on the future or we're focused too much in the past right? And it's actually so funny. I realized that the city is present. So I just naturally said that I was like looking at my little list of words and I was like, oh, wow, look at that. I totally forgot the city and I just spoke it into existence. So that presence is what is the foundation for our future. It's not reaching for the future and like doing all these things like planning in the future and all so on. It's literally the presence and the deepening of our roots. And what I really what I really like as well is that 34 is my core wound in the Gene Keys, which is my unconscious Mars. And my core wound has been huge. I've shared about this quite a bit in previous podcast episodes, and I'm pretty sure I mentioned it in the series, but the shadow is force. So forcing superficiality in order to make shit happen, I feel like it can be a very common theme of the 3420. So when I really started to notice the impact of forcing things, I was exhausted. It was not sustainable. I was not happy. And I was literally operating from a place of agenda of like, this shit needs to work in order for me to be satisfied. It wasn't going to last. And then we come into the gift of strength and strength. Like, because this energy is coming from the sacral, it's like, okay, how can I show up and go with the rhythm, not force things. And here's a great example of this, like strategically speaking on Instagram, I go through waves of when I'll gain a bunch of followers and they get a lot of engagement and then it'll kind of drop off. And so I, I notice these waves now. And so when the wave starts picking up, instead of like constantly forcing things to be like linear in terms of my engagement or my followings and so on, once I start to notice like a post is going quote viral in, in my world like I'm getting a lot of engagement I will ride on that I'm like okay hey, I'm gonna boost this post on Instagram oh I'm gonna do this I'm gonna do that and I'm gonna amplify this and then it's just naturally gonna fall off and I'm like okay just because it falls off doesn't mean that my business is failing you know just because the energy and the engagement is dropped doesn't mean anything and I have the strength to to wait right again waiting to respond 34 is in the sacral and then we come into the highest expression of majesty and again I feel like this is another one of those words where it's like majesty like what does this even mean and I feel for me because I can really speak to that 34 since it's in my chart is that 
Majesty is when I have alchemized this forcing energy into like fully surrendering and just having the strength to go through the tough times, waiting for the right time to respond. And in that, it's like, I know what I'm doing is sustainable. I know that what I'm doing is going to bring me joy and I'm going to show up authentically. And it's like, that is just such a, like a brilliant, illuminating energy. When I think of majesty, like I'm literally imagining someone like on a throne, right? So that's the kind of energy that I feel comes through that expression of the 3420. So it's really cool that we have this electromagnetic channel and we were able to complete this energy between the two charts because then it's like, I can really speak to the 34 forcing, that being my core wound. And that 20 is like this presence. Like how can you be present now in your business, like in your life as you continue to evolve? The core wound of the alignment alchemy chart is 22. And this is found in the emotional solar plexus. And so obviously we have this emotionality aspect to it. But this this gate is ultimately about grace and graciousness. And there's so much that you can read about this. Like I know that the seven seals are involved with this gate and it, it, it plays a really big role into the mutation that's happening in 2027. And if you read this gate or this this uh, gene key in the gene keys book there's so much information about it so i'm not going to get that deep into it because in all honesty i don't have all of that information memorized but i will say this gate 22 is a really beautiful opportunity because it's reaching for the throat it's it's going to be this uh, a way of communicating your emotions with graciousness right and i think that also too when it comes to emotions Emotions are our experience. Like everyone will have their own emotions. It's not something that we can tangibly hold in our hands. Like we can experience emotions through crying, through seeing somebody having an angry face, through, you know, expressing anger. And it's just, these things can be seen, but emotionality is experienced within. And so when I see the shadow of dishonor, I feel that it's like we are dishonoring ourselves from having an experience, letting that allow, allowing that to be however it's designed to be emotionally. And so when we come into the, we come into the gift of graciousness, it's like, how can we be gracious with ourselves, right? Obviously reaching for that throat center as well, like gate 12, is all about alchemizing vanity into the state of purity where it's not just about us, right? So that that graciousness, that inclusivity. And I love this too because it's also a manifested channel. So there's this initiating and informing energy about it. And so I love this because when I look at this from a core wound perspective, that unconscious Mars, which we find in the gene keys that becomes our core talent or our vocation, is like how, like really looking into the inquiry of how are we dishonoring ourselves and how can we be more gracious with ourselves and our journey and how we express our emotionality and how we, you know, reaching for that 12th gate, how, how we can discriminate from being so vain about our, ourselves from a negative lens, like looking at this pure state of where it all the entire experience of who you are, what you're going through can be expressed just as it is without it having to, without you having to dishonor any aspect of yourself. And so I really love that this story with gate 22 or gene key 22, because I'm kind of, you know, bouncing between gene keys, 
in terms of the core rune aspect of the unconscious Mars. And my my experience with 34 is like this forcing energy and being like dishonoring ourselves. Like this is what we're really going to be here to overcome together, like in this container of alignment alchemy. And also I know that this came through in my language in the way that I recorded this podcast series as well. So it's just, it's such a beautiful thing running connection charts and it's funny because even before I hit record I don't I don't look too deep into things I think my open ajna is just I just know that it's going to be a rabbit hole if I do and so I have my notes up and I was like okay I know what planets I'm going to talk about but I don't plan what I'm going to say I look up the gift the city the shadows and then my mind just goes and I and I, I just share it's like I'm I could be channeling without even realizing it I guess honestly and so I just think that this is the kind of experience that I want to bring to people when it comes to using human design in their business is is this feminine fluidity aspect where people really have the power to interpret and consider energy. And what I love too about being able to use connection charts like this is that you can really you can really have a tangible thing where it's like, okay, I know I'm a sacral generator. I'm going to have a really strong identity. I'm going to have this really insane passion with my sacral about the direction that I'm going in and what I'm creating. That's very present for me, having that definition in my chart. And then I have the gifts of a defined throat and ajna where I'm going to have more consistency with my voice, right? I'm going to have this. I also find that I have the stamina to speak more and really leverage that gate 20 and that gate 43 and 56 in the throat as I created my content for this launch, right? And so it's just having something tangible like, okay, this is here rather than being in this state of of hope or being too open-minded and not having like a structure or something in front of you. And when I say hope, I'm not talking about the motivation, just so you know. I'm talking about when in the past, when I would go to launch things, I would just be like, okay, but this is before I knew human design. I'd be like, okay, here's this idea. I think this is a really cool idea. And I was probably responding to my own ideas. It wasn't co-creating with my environment. And then it's like, okay, I have to do a masterclass series live. I need to get these people to sign up. Totally was not in alignment with me. And it was like, okay, I hope people are going to show up. I hope they're going to sign up and it's going to work out. And and so it was just this, I, I didn't have anything tangible to be like, this is why I'm doing this. This is why I can trust this. And and so this is why I believe that human design and gene keys is such a powerful tool when it comes to using this in your business and even just in relationships. Like when I shared, you know, that Guillaume is into human design and how this has completely altered how we communicate and support each other. It's just a fucking game changer. <laughs> so I'm just so excited about this. So the other, I think the other planets I was going to talk about, so conscious sun and earth, I guess I, I kind of tapped into this a little bit, but I, so I won't go too deep, but the conscious sun of the alignment alchemy chart is seven, again, found in the G center. And this is really beautiful because gate seven is about leadership. It's really about taking division again. So we have that theme with the two line that I mentioned in the North Node with dislocation. So division and being able to come together, right? So the gift is guidance. And I feel that this is literally the energy, like the incarnation cross for me between myself and the alignment alchemy chart is like so powerful that this guidance that I feel to bring to the collective is how can we come together leadership how can you lead yourself that this g-center energy whether you have it defined or not like this is present and this can be 
positively conditioned in us, even if we have an undefined or open G center. And then virtue is just about having the highest standards. Like what are your standards? What are your values? And this is something that I love to talk about too, with those who have an undefined G center. It's like, oh my God, I'm so influenced by my environment and the people that I'm around. But if you look at the definition in your chart, even if you're a reflector, look at your hanging gates, look at your, your channels and your centers, if you have those defined and decide your values, that it will guide you whether you have gate seven or a defined G center or not, right? So this leadership, this direction, this moving forward, like that's really the energy that I'm feeling from the conscious sun. And then obviously I talked about my 36, which is like, how are we going to alchemize turbulence and bring in back, bring back the humanness and have compassion for ourselves. And then 13 is the, is a conscious earth and 13 again, you know, the, when I look at this from a gene keys lens, the conscious earth is like what grounds us. So listening, right? Gate 13, when we consider this being the gate of the listener, the shadow is discord. So discord, meaning that there's this disagreement, again, with the theme of division showing up, right? And it's about discerning what is necessary to agree or disagree on and being able to have that separation, but also be able to integrate that in order to come to a place of empathy. Because empathy is the highest expression of 13. And empathy to me is really being able to acknowledge someone's experience, whether it's emotionally or whatever it is that they're saying. But then also there is going to be that separation where it's like, you don't have to take that on, especially 13 is found in the G center, right? But having this empathy and again, tying back into the humanity and the compassion aspect, right? So this is like really what's going to ground us in, in alignment alchemy. And then when we look at the unconscious sun, which is at gate 23, this is found in the Ajna. And this is all about taking like your perceptions, your ideas, and being able to simplify them and express them through the 43 in a way that's well received by others, right? In a way that can be interpreted and it's ready to be received by others. So we've definitely got that projected channel energy there. So the, sh the shadow is complexity. And again, I feel like complexity with the lens that we can choose to see it through, I think complexity is like coming from this, this place of we're overcomplicating things. It doesn't have to be this hard. It doesn't have to be this specific or this rigid and whatnot. And then we come into the gift of simplicity, right? So the when we look at the unconscious sun in the gene keys, we have radiance. Radiance, your radiant sphere is all about what grounds you and allows you to show up like radiantly, spiritually, mentally, emotionally, and so on. And so when we come to this place of simplicity, it's like, how can we just have this be simple, right? So even when I look at my entire business through the gene key or the gate 23, and I'm like, I'm going to keep it simple. I'm going to honor my energy no matter what that looks like. That's it. That's literally my business strategy. Honor my fucking energy and and just go with that no matter what. There's no forcing energy. Like this is healed for me and it's something that I really surrender to. And then we have the highest expression of quintessence, which I feel that it's just this inclusivity of everything being together where it's like nothing needs to be changed. It is what it is. The simplicity has been alchemized and it's just being fully expressed, right? And again, that 23 coming into the 43 is like this being 
literally expressed from the throat center in that in that essence right so it's like how can you bring the simplicity to your business how can this everything be falling into place so that you can easily express it and then we come into gate 43 which is found in the throat center as i mentioned and this is also the purpose sphere of the incarnation cross of the alignment alchemy chart okay the shadow is deafness Again, and it's so funny how we have this theme of deafness and listening showing up in the conversation today, but deafness in the sense that we're just not willing to hear. We're not ready to receive what it is that's being shared. Like it's just this, this tonality of like, a I, I'm just seeing like a black room in front of me, like nothing is present. There's nothing to hear. Nothing is happening, right? But in order to shift deafness is really looking at how can we be insightful? Like, how can we hear things differently? Like, whether that's metaphorically or literally, right? And it's like, it's through, you know, we do, we need to have this indefinite in order to realize, oh my God, this is where I'm at. How can I shift this, right? Going into this insight, this place of inquiry and bringing in that simplicity from the 23 into having an epiphany, which is the highest expression of 43. So it's like the purpose fear of the alignment alchemy gene keys right? So that unconscious earth is coming to this place of epiphany. The purpose is being able to have these insights coming home to ourselves and and having this epiphany of how to move forward in business, how to reconnect with ourselves, how to be able to be the most authentic expression of what people need from us so that we can make an impact. Like this is really what's just coming through me right now as I'm sharing this with you. So I just wanted to dive into that a little bit to talk about the incarnation cross more specifically. And then I'm more familiar with the gene keys. This is why when I talk about the incarnation cross, like I can speak about the spheres rather than just saying this incarnation cross is a cross of interaction. Because for me, I'm like, okay, I want more than that. Like, tell me more, right? So this is a taste of how I, how I use a connection chart to create offers. And I think that one of the biggest things is like, I talked about a lot of the planets. I talked about the electromagnetic channels. I talked about the incarnation cross. And I think that the biggest thing for me is that it it is always going to come back to my strategy and my authority. So I'm not showing up as a projector. And I think the way that I pumped out so much content in the last two weeks is not me being a projector. It's definitely me being a generator. However, it's like I have access to all these, all this energy and all these points of contemplation in terms of like the incarnation cross and the different planets, the unconscious and conscious sides. And so it's really fun to be able to take this as a tool and use this when I'm creating content in terms of Instagram posts or stories or I'm writing copy for the landing page or I'm writing the emails. Like all of this came from me alchemizing these two charts, myself and the alignment alchemy program chart and this is something that I want to go into in the mastermind is that I feel so much independence being able to look at a chart and trust myself with contemplating it and implementing this into different aspects of my business and this is something that I feel is so unique it's so different like I never experienced this kind of coaching or opportunity in the last couple years it was something that just really came through naturally to me and it's something that I'm really excited to share and so this is this is ultimately it was months ago that I came up with the name alignment alchemy and I knew I wanted to do a container or a mastermind and it was just it came to light 
this month in August after the major shifts that I've been experiencing and the rebrand, everything with it has been so potent and powerful. And so this really is a call forward to those who resonate with this, who want to learn more about this, who want to run their business and live their life in alignment with their design and to be able to literally alchemize their alignment, bringing in all the aspects, the duality of, you know, the turn more or the turn world that you may experience versus the complete highs of being an, an entrepreneur. So I hope that this gives you some insight in terms of what you can look at when you run connection charts and how you can launch from this and how you can leverage the energy and just be playful and have fun. And I I feel that this really gave me this level of certainty as well. It's like, okay, this is what I have here. This is what I'm going to create with it. And it gave me like a really great sense of direction. So this is officially the last episode of the Alignment Alchemy series. And I had so much fun recording this. I've had so much fun just preparing everything, releasing this while I was traveling in Florida and just living the life that I wanted to live. Like using that sacral energy to be so creative, get it all done ahead of time so that I can really honor that rest period of like just receiving and sharing. So if you have not yet, there's a couple of things you can do here. You can go and download the workbook, even if this is way past alignment alchemy mastermind time and you're listening to this you can still download the workbook and you can still do the prompts from this series the next thing is that the doors for the alignment alchemy mastermind are opening on september 12th which is on monday and this is everything that you need to know is on the landing page the pricing everything i love being transparent it's all there and so you're, you will have until the 16th to decide if you want to come into this container now that I've given like literally an hour long conversation about what the energetic experience is, like what it is, the fuck that we're doing together, which is so magical, right? And then we're going to start on September 19th and go until the 14th of November. So I have a schedule available that you can check on the landing page. The pricing is there. I have two VIP options for people who want one-on-one coaching within this container. And I don't have a limitation in terms of how many people will come into this because I don't like pressuring people to sign up. I'm just fully surrendering to that. So I just want to thank you if you've spent all week listening to the series. And if you're listening to it now and it's, you know, long past the times, I'm, I hope that this brings you so much awareness and gives you the tools to trust yourself, to launch, to use connection charts, to just fucking show up how you want, right? Believe in yourself. So thank you for listening. Check out the show notes for all the goodies. And I'm so excited about next week. The doors are opening. If you have any questions, you can email me hello at kaylegy.com. Go to the landing page, check out the things, and I am I'm here for you. I'm so ready for this next chapter. The fall is gonna be lit and I'm ready for it. So thank you so much, and I will chat with you in the next episode.